This is the truth about Dogecoin. Is Dogecoin the future currency of the internet? Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is your place for all things stocks and crypto. From beginner tips to expert picks, use this as fuel for your investing journey. Because when you're in the know, your money will grow. The Bean Pod is presented by Dowmaker, the top crypto launchpad in the industry. Dowmaker allows people to participate in top crypto projects before they launch and generate some of the best returns you can find anywhere. They also provide growth solutions for crypto projects that are looking for funding and assistance with marketing. With their revolutionary new public strongholder offerings, everyone can get early access to top crypto projects regardless of their net worth. Dowmaker is rapidly disrupting the venture capital industry. If you're interested, head over to dowmaker.com to learn more. This episode of The Beam Pod is sponsored by KyberSwap. KyberSwap is a DEX and DEX aggregator which is built to facilitate all your DeFi needs in one single platform. Fast, cheap, and safe. User experience is KyberSwap's sole focus to make everyone's life better in DeFi. Welcome to the Bean Pod. This is Shane, aka the Jolly Green Investor. And this is Josh, the Nifty Investor. Today, we're going to be talking about the truth about Dogecoin. We're going to reveal some hidden facts about Dogecoin that you haven't heard of. There's been a lot of, a lot of talk about Dogecoin lately, mostly because Elon Musk just bought Twitter, right? Now, in the past, he's talked about making Dogecoin the currency of Twitter, so what's going to happen now? He did mention that it could be the currency of the internet, the future right. currency of the internet. And that's because of its underlying technology. I think it was like a fork of, light, was it Litecoin? Litecoin, that's right. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. So let's bring it up all the way back to the start. A quick history of Dogecoin. It launched in 2013, so it is an OG crypto coin. It actually has a Shiba Inu as the logo, that's so, which right. is where you know <laughs> Shiba Inu came as the Doge killer, right? It was obviously created as a joke. You have to give it credit. For better or for worse, it was the first ever meme coin, the first ever dog coin. So it kind of created that whole meme dog culture, which, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> any to- any coin now, because of all the scams that are out there, it does have a bit of a negative connotation. But I feel like a lot of projects have purposely used the dog because you resonate with the Doge coin. For sure. Right? And that's why they, oh, we'll just piggyback off of it. But now there's so many shitty shit coins out there yeah, yeah, with yeah. the dog. And you're like, oh, they're all crap. But that's exactly why this was created. It was uh, Jackson Palmer, a product ma- uh, product manager at Adobe, right? Um, who wanted to poke fun at crypto. So he's just like, all right, well, I'm just going to create this uh, funny little, little meme coin. Let's make some fun with crypto. For sure. I feel like you know a lot of people that are in crypto now were not in crypto in 2013, 2014, 2015, when this whole thing was kind of created, right? Mm. So, I mean, apparently the, the, the culture back then was very serious, semi-toxic, so it needed a bit of fun to it. And that was his mission. And at first it didn't succeed, right? So he created, the, he created Dogecoin. There's, there was a bit of a toxic community around Dogecoin and Jackson Palmer actually left the project, right? Right. He's, he's gone. So the, the way they actually developed it was he went to a guy, uh, it was a software developer in Oregon, worked for IBM, a guy named Billy Marcus. And he actually wanted to create a digital currency uh, in the crypto space. So he kind of found Palmer and these two guys worked together. And you're right, it did end up becoming this toxic community, which when you go into some of these telegram groups uh, with dogs in them, they are very toxic. You it's know, just human nature. Yeah. You know, people, these the communities become toxic, you know, when moon, when Lambo, up only, right? Yeah. And then if anyone says anything that detracts from the project, they get muted or banned. And it's just a terrible way to run a project. Mm-hmm. But sometimes even with the best intentions, like Jackson, we might have had, 
things still turn sour. So it's a cautionary tale for sure. Absolutely. But then even back in 2017, it went on a run. And the first, you know, that crypto bull run, it went from 0.001 to 0.013 cents. That's a, you know, it's a moderate run. Oh. But nothing compared to what happened in 2021, as we all know, Dogecoin went from 0.003 to 0.64, 64 cents. Thousands and thousands of percent of a gain. So like, that's really what put it on the map, right? Was it you who didn't, was it one of our episodes previously? Did you still own some Doge or was it Shiba? That was Shiba. Right. Yeah, I bought some Shiba back in April 2021, sold it right away. It was like, I don't know, a couple of mil worth if I would have <laughs> held it. I would have never held it, but yeah. maybe diamond so hands. I wonder how many people have made, you know, millions off of off Dogecoin here. Well, that's what happened. So the reason that it spiked so hard last year is because the Reddit Wall Street Bets crew got a hold of Dogecoin. So after the AMC and GameStop pumps, they kind of turned their eyes towards crypto and Dogecoin being the OG meme coin of the space caught their attention and it started picking up steam in Reddit, Wall Street Bets, Twitter, TikTok. And that's really what drove it. And then Elon Musk caught onto it. Right. And when he put his support behind it, then it really had tailwinds. And, you know, he started talking about uh, integrating it into, as a payment method for Tesla. He said he was working with the developers to improve the product. So then, then it's really landed. You know, it's here to stay. When Elon Musk starts talking about it, it's, it's here to stay, right? It's definitely here to stay. And when you have the Reddit community, we've seen what they're able to do to Wall Street. We see how people ape into things. Uh, we, we see how strong that community actually is. And when you add Elon to the mix with actual utility, who knows what he's going to do now that he's taken over Twitter, yep. right? Who knows what he's going to do with his robots? Maybe you need Dogecoin to run, run them or something, you know? For sure. And the other thing is, too, is to add uh, legitimacy to the project is they have Vitalik Buterin, uh, the co-founder of Ethereum, on the board. Right. That's crazy. So who yeah. knows what sort of <clears throat> interactions are going to run? It's good. I mean, this is its own blockchain. I don't know if they're... If, if it's going to run something to do with Ethereum or not, I don't know. But it's when you have Vitalik on the board, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. So before we get into if we think Dogecoin is a good investment and what the future cases for Dogecoin could be, which if you are a crypto investor is super important, I want to quickly go over what they've accomplished other than you know the Elon Musk tweet and everything. So the Dallas Mavericks owner, Mark Cuban, he's a huge Dogecoin guy, right? Remember we listened to that Twitter spaces and he was kind of poking fun at the Bitcoin max. He's, he's like, no, no, Dogecoin, because Dogecoin's proof of, proof of work, it's much faster, better for the environment, sells transactions easier than, than Bitcoin. So he, he integrated Dogecoin as a payment method for things at the Dallas Mavericks stadium. So you can pay for Doge. They're actually- you can use, Yeah, use Doge to, yeah. They're the shirt sleeve sponsor for an English Premier League team, Watford. Right. And they're, they're NASCAR sponsors for multiple cars. Like, that is ridiculous. When I found out that they were a shirt sleeve sponsor for an English Premier League team, man. Yeah, so I think Dogecoin is was it, it, it's currently proof of work, and they're trying to make a transition to proof of stake right. to make it faster right. and to make it cleaner because proof of work is uh, energy intensive. Yeah. So I think if Elon's going to start really branding himself to this and if he's the test, like the Tesla guy and you know, making the world a better place. This has to be proof of stake. And I think they're trying to make that transition transition now. Right. With the Dallas Mavericks, interesting to note, when he did, when um, <clears throat> Mark Cuban did make that transition, they did 20,000 transactions in two days. Crazy. Yeah, using Doge. And that, how many people are even in crypto? Yeah. Right? Like it's not, it's not a lot of people. It's a huge onboarding for people. You know, they come to the game, they don't know anything. Oh, what's this Dogecoin? And Dogecoin settles transactions in less than a minute, I think, compared to Bitcoin's like 10 minutes. 
Yeah, it's a one minute, uh, one minute to confirm. Yeah, one minute to confirm. Yeah. yeah. So the one thing about Doge, when you're looking at it from an investment point of view, and we've discussed this on other podcasts, is the tokenomics. Right? It's inflationary by design. So when you're calling something the future currency of the internet, but there's I don't know what five five percent, ten percent more Doge coins created every year, inflating the supply and in theory decreasing the price just based on simple supply and demand. That's kind of a bit of a red flag, right? So I did look into the infl- inflationary aspect of the coding. And the good thing about this is it defined inflationary behavior. So it's not like the devs can all of a sudden just say, okay, this, this year we're doing 5%. Right. Next year we're doing 20%. And um, the way it's actually going is it's a set amount. So currently it's $5 billion into 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 the circulating supply, which is 5%. By what I have, uh, four billion by 2024, and then it's going down to two billion by 2035. So it's still inflationary, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. but it's a, it, a decreasing uh, percentage of how much is being put into. Right. Yeah, I feel like that that is pretty standard for these inflationary coins. It's a lot at the at the start, and then it goes down. 2035 is a long way away. Yeah, it is. But um, it is. I guess it's good to see that it's, it tapers over time. Yeah, they're reducing it from 5% to 2%. Right. So now let's talk about the future of Dogecoin. Is it a good investment? Should you, should you buy it now? You know what I mean? Mm. So back to the start of the episode. Elon Musk just bought Twitter. If you're looking for a bullish sign for Dogecoin, this is it. This is Dogecoin's biggest proponent. He went on Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live to talk about Dogecoin now he owns one of the world's largest social networks, and he's already alluded to the fact that they could integrate Doge as a payment method for their subscription service. That's right. He's also talked about making Twitter a subscription service as a whole, whereas right now it's just a small option. So if you're going to force people to use a subscription service and Dogecoin and probably Bitcoin are the payment options, just like the Dallas Mavericks thing, this is a huge onboarding for people that don't know anything about crypto they can easily buy Dogecoin and use it, right? And you know, Tesla, sorry, Elon's ego too. Like ima- the way he wants to, imagine he could grab this meme coin by the balls and turn it into this currency of the internet. You know, that he, he'll be pounding his chest, man. Like, yeah, I mean. He's that kind of guy. The guy can do anything. Yeah. So when it comes, if he says he wants to do it, I feel like for him, it's not about the money anymore. You know what I mean? Like, no, now it's demonstrating. He doesn't need Dogecoin to go to a dollar to be rich. Yeah. It's it's him saying his word and following through on exactly. it. He wants, you know, I said it, I'm doing it. I don't give a fuck what anyone yeah. says. And based off of where it's currently trading, I mean, if you're ever looking to get into it. Um, it's around, yeah, I think it's around 13 cents right now. A quarter of a tie. So, yeah. I mean, with the upcoming potential catalyst, you never know what Elon's going to do. It might be worth it. If you want to check out where you can actually spend your Dogecoin, there's a website called spendyourdogecoins.cf. Cool. And you can buy beds, beer, uh, pets, anything from around the world on .cf there. .cf sounds sketchy. Yeah. It, well, it's from the uh, it's from the Dogecoin website. Okay. So it's just like, you guys want to see where you can go spend it? Check it out. So for me personally, just, you know, when you're investing in a meme coin, you're not investing, you know I, know, I know we talked about the underlying technology and that kind of stuff, but when you're investing in a meme coin, you're not investing in technology, you're investing in culture. You're investing in the meme culture and in terms of what Elon Musk brings to it, that's really what you're investing in. Sure, it would be great if he makes it the future currency of the internet, but I feel like you're, you're buying it, buy the rumor, sell the news. So if he tweets something about it, it will go up and that's a buy the rumor. And then when they integrate it into Twitter, it'll probably dump, right? Like <laughs> that's the thing about the buy the rumor, sell the news. I see what happened today. He changed his profile to the Board 8 Yacht Club yeah. guys and he's just like, 
Seems fungible to me. Seems fungible. And the Board 8 Yacht Club NFT prices skyrocketed. Right. Just because he mentioned it. You know, it's like, it's incredible. The I think they skyrocketed, but then they went down. Did they? Because, yeah. Because he basically showed what you can do. Just like, even though he owns <laughs> Twitter and Twitter has the, the verification pro- process for the NFTs as pic- profile pictures, he just grabbed an yeah. image, <laughs> put it up there. What a troll, right? Like, just the ultimate troll. And that actually, coming back to Dogecoin, when he went on Saturday Night Live. That's, yeah, it did tank. 34% it dropped. Exactly, right? So that was a perfect example of a buy the rumor, sell the news. So diagnosis here, buy the rumors, sell the news. And for me, I think there is going to be rumors rumors of news coming for Dogecoin. So honestly, if you're looking for a meme coin to add to your portfolio. With, Doge, a, good, with a good entry point too, I think. Yeah. Was it at uh, 13 cents now? It was at 65 cents or something, all-time high. So, you know, you could be looking at a 5X. If it goes to a dollar, it's nearly a 10X from here. I mean, look, if the crypto bull run comes back, like we all say it will, we all hope it will, could Dogecoin hit a dollar? I think maybe. I think so as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it's an interesting project, but just remember, buy the rumors, sell the news, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I think. Sweet. I, well, I think that's pretty good coverage on uh, on the little Dogecoin here. Yeah, make sure you guys uh, subscribe, hit the like button. If you got any comments about the episode, let us know in the comments. And make sure you turn to the next episode. That one's going to be a banger. All views expressed by speakers on the BeamPod are solely their opinions. You should not treat any opinion expressed on the BeamPod as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a specific strategy, but only as an expression of their opinion. This podcast is for informational purposes only.